Coming up, we had the chance to talk to one of the creative directors behind Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando Resort. We have that plus more on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello. And we have a great episode for you. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we have an interview that we did at Universal Orlando Resort with a very special guest, actually two very special guests. And uh, it was definitely a highlight of all of the crazy things that we've ever done for this show. So, I'm looking forward to it. We are, we're going to get to that in just a second. But before we get there, I want to remind you all that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Cost you no extra money and you get that world-class level of support from a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no-obligation quote. Now, Rhino, I don't think I want to waste any more time uh, stalling from getting to this interview. We do have a couple things to uh, catch up on that we'll get to right after the interview. But uh, this was just this was so much fun. It's only, I believe, our second time getting to go to Universal Studios Florida and actually recording uh, parts for the show inside the radio broadcast center. It is Mm -hmm ultra ultra cool and you know it's 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 all about halloween horror nights this interview it's very high level stuff we've already talked about on the show but it's always awesome to get to hear more about the event from the people who created it so i hope that you enjoy our awesome interview from universal orlando resort we are here at Universal Studios Florida, and today we have the awesome opportunity to get to talk to Laura Sauls, the Senior Manager of Entertainment Creative Development for Halloween Horror Nights. So, Laura, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, of course. I'm excited to be here to talk about Halloween 30, right? Oh my gosh, yes. The anniversary year, it is just absolutely above and beyond a blowing away all of my expectations. And I think that's probably the case for a lot of people coming to to visit Halloween Horror Nights. You know, we missed it last year, but it's back and it's better than ever. Oh, truly. thank you. We're excited to show it, show it to the fans, to have the fans experience, experience all the things that we've been creating over the past couple of years. So we're truly excited to get those fans back in our park and experiencing all that Halloween Horror Nights has to offer. So for people who haven't had a chance to come to the event yet, what do they need to know about this year's event? Well, um, Halloween Horror Nights, Orlando is the world's premier Halloween event, right? That's the first thing people <laughs> need to know. Um, when you come to the event, there are five amazing scare zones. So we take over the streets of the studios. Um, the New York Street is turned into Seek and Destroy. It's all about the controller and controlling his people that go and seek and destroy for his power, right? Hollywood is lights, camera, action, Eddie's revenge. Um, it's a celebration of Jack Schmidt, Jack the Clown's brother, Eddie, um, who is a chainsaw-wielding maniac himself. Um, and he's brought back all of these Horror Night Street icons. Um, 
And they were supposed to be filming a movie. They actually just happened to get actual characters and horror icons, and they are tearing apart the Hollywood street. Gorewood Forest Forest celebrates our terror queen. She was here 16 years ago over in Islands of Adventure. And the, the story was every 15, 16 years, she comes back to life. Um, and she comes out of the earth and out of the trees to wreak havoc. Um, and then we have Crypt TV. Um, awesome collaboration with our Crypt TV partners. Um, creating a scare zone in San Francisco. So there's five amazing scare zones, right? We have 10 incredible haunted houses. I mean, here you come here to Universal Orlando to find the most incredible haunted houses from the scenic and decor is just movie quality sets. I mean, I would even somewhat say better than movie quality sets, really. Um, and just the best characters in, in the world that make all these things come to life. We also have two incredible shows. Um, if you like the live performance, aerial acts, fire acts, just awesome, sexy dancers. Um, Halloween Nightmare Fuel is something you cannot miss, um, as well as our lagoon comes to life with a Marathon of Mayhem Carnage Factory, uh, which you're going to see all of the things that are in Halloween Horror Nights wrapped up in a laser and fountain and just fun music sh- music on the lagoon. So there's so much for ha- that is offered here at Halloween Horror Nights, not to mention the amazing food that's all around the park, mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. cocktails that's all around the park. I mean, there's something for everyone, and it's a full night experience. Oh, it absolutely is. <laughs> it could actually probably run a couple hours longer, but... Or come multiple nights. That's also I- <laughs> a great option. Uh, so this year with the houses specifically, it is the big anniversary year. And uh, your group chose to really lean into a lot of the uh, the past icons of Halloween Horror Nights as well as the original concepts instead of going really heavy on intellectual properties. Uh, was there ever concern about like, oh, well, we don't understand who these icons are or what scary is? Or is it just something that you you're happy to help educate people who might not have been coming to Halloween Horror Nights for years. 100%. We want people to see our history, especially in this 30 years, to to feel the past come back. Um, we definitely wanted to celebrate our icons. I uh, We know people that have come to the event dressed as the icons, and they've mm-hmm. never experienced the icons. Yeah. So they're out there, right? And the icons really have elevated the event and evolved the event over the years. Um, one icon in particular keeps coming back, we can't seem to – Jack just finds this place as his uh, place where he likes to grow maniacs and, and put the horror on everybody. So, honestly, um, we wanted to celebrate those icons. Um, they oh. all live in the hellscape of Fire's Lantern. Hi, Jack. Did someone mentioned icons. You are everywhere. <laughs> it's me, Jack, Hi, Jack. The one and only icon. <laughs> Welcome, boyos. Welcome to my party. Thanks for having us. <laughs> it's a great party. What are we talking about? We were just Me? talking about yeah. the Icon House and wow. how incredible having all the icons in one place, Jack. The Lantern, Fears Lantern, yada, yada. Yes, yes. <laughs> all the icons are there, except I happen to be the one that's not captured. Because I'm everywhere this year. <laughs> What would you let go know about my little home away from home? Uh, 
I'm terrified uh, slightly. I've never been this close to you, Jack. So uh, I am trying to. Trust me, I'm probably more scared than you are. (laughs) Well, first off, where's everyone able to see you this year? I'm everywhere. The Lantern, of course. Then again, I have my Carnage Factory at the Marathon of Mayhem. And then I just can't get enough of myself. And neither can you. I'm sort of, uh, well, to use that jack-in-the-box phrase, I pop up wherever I want. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. We've seen you pop up in multiple places in Hollywood. Sure. I'm with your Stage. brother over in Hollywood. I yeah. welcome you all in. I check on my brother Eddie in his scare zone. Yes. Do you, so you've been all around the park. You've had a chance to see. Do you think it's truly terrifying this year? Is it living up to your expectations? Absolutely. Look at my face is part of this event. Of course it's terrifying. <laughs> we have ghosts. We have demons. We got pumpkin lords. Anything that would scare the bejesus out of you. <laughs> I myself am afraid of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're afraid of puppets, you know. Yeah, I, I am afraid of puppets. I don't. We have a little thing for everybody. <laughs> yeah, you do have a little bit of thing for everyone. So, what's your what's your, your biggest recommendation? Yeah. yeah, well, the Icon House, yeah. of course, okay. the Goon Show, and of course, just to spend some quality time with me. If you see me, come over, say hello. You know, buy me a blinky cup. <laughs> we'll talk. I promise. And then will. you know, maybe. You'll make it back to your car at the end of the night. <laughs> well, boyos, I'm off to prepare for tonight. Excellent. I can't wait. I'll kill wait. you later. <laughs> I look forward I'll to it. I'll be in the backseat of your car. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Thank you, Jack. Oh, happy Halloween Horror Nights. Thank you, Jack. He, he is truly everywhere. Right? He's truly yes. everywhere. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's truly everywhere. Yeah, I'm going to need a couple minutes after that. I got a cold sweat going on right now. I really do, too. Yeah. He, um, he's, you know, he's been back several years over his 20-year run as an icon here for um, Halloween Horror Nights. But this is... He he thinks that Halloween Horror Nights is his home, right? He's yeah. He believes that Halloween Horror Nights is his place to gain more maniacs into his maniacal society. So, you know, Jack is everywhere this year, but we also are celebrating those other icons. You get to see fear in the event, Lady Luck, Chance, um, Caretaker, Director, Storyteller, um, all are a part of the Icons House, which we're so excited about. Um, But to your point of talking about other houses that um, celebrate our 30 years, where Case Files... um, Case Files celebrates legendary truth, right? That's been a part of our 30-year history. Welcome to Scary celebrates all the houses that we tend to put into Carrie, inspired by Carrie, Ohio, but tend to put into that that little um, uh, horror-in-the-heartland place town. So there's a lot to celebrate over our past 30 years, but also new things, too. So I love love how you you can come to this event and it really, like, somewhere like you just said, like Scary or um, uh, Case Files. The other night I found myself like on the wikipedias and whatever like just trying to google and be like i then feel like i'm the guy that 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 the one in the flannel when he first come in who's doing the research into the case files and i was like now i feel like i'm playing the part of this character who's like going down this rabbit hole but i i love that about halloween horror nights i love that there's this like history that you can come not knowing a a drop of it but it, it just leaves you with that like Hmm. You know, like I've got to dig a little deeper. I yeah. want to. I want a little bit 
learn a little bit more. And I, I can't stress how fascinated and amazing I think it is that the these like communities form here at mm-hmm. Halloween. I try to always explain to people. I was like, you know, it you can come for the first time ever and just think I'm at a at a at a horror event or whatever. But I'm like, there's just something about it that's like this magnetism that pulls you to it, and it it just you know you find other people like you here, you know, that, that yeah. just love this, like, care and craft that you've put into these events year after year. And I think that's celebrated magnificently this year because there's just every time we're coming, we are just saying before we got started recording how many times we've been to the event this year. And I'm like, every time I'm here, I see something new. I learn something new. And I, I think that's incredible. That's amazing. And we're so glad that you're seeing that. So thank yeah. you. And so I don't want to forget about the intellectual property houses, though, before we go to because <laughs> – I mean, Beetlejuice? Like, really? Celebrating our history, right? Beetlejuice was the first host of Halloween Horror Nights back in 1991. So we needed to celebrate that history. And what better year, 30 years to celebrate Beetlejuice coming back to the event bigger and better than he's ever been before. Celebrating all of those awesome moments within the Beetlejuice film. What a great house. What a great attention to detail in that house. I just, I love, that's when I could just be like, oh, I'll sleep over here. You guys go. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I will say we are all big fans of Beetlejuice too, because we all were our nine products of the 90s, right? Yeah, so right, yeah. we, we, we put a lot of love and care and attention into that. Um, Charles Gray, who is the senior show director of Halloween Horror Nights, he and I both started our careers at Universal in a little show called the Beetlejuice Graveyard Review. So there oh, is wow. a very strong attachment yeah. to Beetlejuice juice for a lot of us on the Halloween Horror Nights team. I love that. So what's your like must do at the event this year? I know there are so many, but what what do you think is just something that like would completely blow away people that they have to get to? Um, I definitely think everyone needs to make sure they're getting to the back of the park to see Netflix Haunting of Hill House. It is mm-hmm. a gorgeously aesthetic house, but also really creepy and scary. Yeah. Um, and that's a house I definitely think you shouldn't miss. Beetlejuice, of course, you shouldn't miss. It celebrates our history. It celebrates that movie. And it's just an awesome house. Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Every If you come and you only go to one haunted house, I suggest you hit Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin. It gives you all of those tropes of Halloween that you want, including the smell of pumpkin spice. Yeah, I love it. Um, so <laughs> um, that's awesome. Also, you cannot miss um, Halloween's Nightmare Fuel. It's a great show and it's a great moment for you to sit, but just be completely thoroughly entertained by the fire effects and the fire performers and the aerial effects and dancers in that show. Well, and even the illusion that yeah. happens at the beginning yes, and the end 100%. of the show, which I, I, on the opening media night, we were able to film it and little bits of it. And I kept watching back to that first effect. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how they, I do don't it. know how they did I that. I don't know and how they do it. <laughs> it's just, it is, it's really mind blowing yeah. at times. But uh, do you have any other questions? Um, I mean, I, I, I want to comment like there's, I feel like the food offerings have Mm -hmm. expanded drastically this year. I mean, there's pizza fries is always near and dear to my heart. I will (laughs) love it till the day I die, which it'll probably be what kills me. But the, 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 I'm, I'm just, I'm blown away. I love when storytelling, you know, crosses more fronts. Like you have the houses, you said the shows you have, and you, I feel like that storytelling is very present in the food this year. And is that, you know, is that something that you are 
I don't know where this question's going. I just, I'm trying to say, like, I'm really curious about that, that development. How far out does that happen? You know, how is everybody involved in that process? You know, I mean, I think we work with our food and merchandise partners for a solid year on what the content is going to be for the event. That gives them time to develop. I mean, those amazing things like the, what is it? Um, maple crusted pork belly on a stick. Yeah. Um, and the leather face cherry pie that just <laughs> looks so disgusting. But it tastes so incredible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a partnership and a collaboration for a solid year and making sure that we do tell those stories across different different areas of our business, right? In the merchandise that you see, in the food and drinks that you are able to have all around, all around the park. Um, I think it just makes this event, again, <laughs> the world's best Halloween event. A hundred percent. No question. It really <laughs> is from everything from the design of the houses to the characters who are doing a lot of that hard work, making yep. sure that we are all terrified as much as possible. And then your team that literally puts it all together. Um, it last year felt very strange. You know, we did have that taste of Halloween yeah. Horror Nights, but without it, it felt it felt like it really wasn't Halloween, but that's yeah. completely different this year. It's back. So I just wanted to end this by saying thank you to everyone oh. who's involved with Halloween Horror Nights, including you, the rest of your team, everyone I just mentioned. Um, it's, it is a highlight year to come. And if thank anyone you. can come out to be here for it, I think they absolutely should. Mm -hmm. So well, thank you so much. Thank you guys. And thanks to everyone that's coming out to enjoy the event. That's what we want you to do is come out be together, never go alone, enjoy the <laughs> event, right? Yep. Never go alone. Bring That's, your yeah. party of 10. I don't know. <laughs> um, but just come out and enjoy the event. We thank you. The guests make this event, you know, what it is. So we thank you guys, too, for being super fans of Halloween Hornets. Rhino, are you still quaking in your boots about being in the same room as Jack? I still haven't stopped sweating, if that's your question. Yeah, uh, neither have I. Uh, but that's for two completely different reasons. Uh, but uh, that was your second chance of getting up and close to him, though, wasn't it? Uh, yes, actually. Um, I I can't remember what year it was and why I was there. Oh, I do remember why I wasn't there without you. 2015, it was my first year. And I was invited by uh, a viewer or listener of the show, uh, my friend Brian from California, who was visiting out here. And he had won like a contest and he was able to bring a guest. And so it was really cool to get to like go and just like experience it. And I had no idea they were going to do it. And when we were in we were in um, the soundstage where they normally have the media events for us. They have in years past. And Jack came in and they let everybody like go up and take a picture with him. And that was like uh, terrifying then. And I would argue it was more terrifying now because <laughs> I couldn't stop. Like it was one of those things where you're like, I don't want to look directly at it, but I can't stop looking directly at it. Yeah. Um just absolutely terrifying. That was my first time that I got that close to Jack ever because I've seen him at the the media events. He'll always come out, but you know, there's there's distance in between. And uh, there was a night that we were at Halloween Horror Nights recently where we we wanted to track down Jack and get some better shots with him. Uh, not not like drinking shots, actual like photos and videos of him. Uh, so we were pretty close, but still off at a distance. Uh, so I was terrified when I looked back at the the selfie that we took later and noticed that his hand was on my shoulder. And like, oh, I saw that too. I yeah. was like, 
whoa, didn't know he was touching you. <laughs> I have chills for days. That was that was very, very uh, frightening. But I want to say thank you so much to all of uh, to to all of Universal Orlando for making this happen, including our wonderful representative uh, Ali, and then of course Laura for having the uh, having the time to sit down and chat with us. It was really amazing. And uh, before we go, like I said, we're going to catch up on a couple little things that I did want to mention. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep it in the Halloween realm at the very least, but uh, we will talk about HHN more. But I want to step over to Universal's Islands of Adventure because a couple weeks back on our our question and answer episode, we got the question, will there be Dementors in Hogsmeade? And as of that time, Universal had not announced anything happening in Islands of Adventure for Halloween. And, you know, like always, of course, I think it was a week or two later, they said, hey, guess what? We are bringing back the dark arts at the Hogwarts Castle uh, projection show at night with Dementors being down all around in Hogsmeade. So I just really wanted to clarify, uh, we said before that it wasn't happening, it wasn't announced, but guess what? It is. And I personally haven't had the chance to get out there yet and see it because anytime I'm at Universal Orlando uh, in the dusk and nighttime period, it's because I'm at Halloween Horror Nights. But I promise we will get over there and we will see the Dementors and we'll see the projection show and we'll talk all about it uh, very, very soon. But I just wanted to clarify that that is happening. And Rhino, you haven't been over there for that either yet, no, right? No, not yet. No, not yet. Yeah, I saw I, I've seen like some people, some pictures uh, actually just this morning. I saw some cool pictures people had taken and I was like, ooh, I got to I got to make sure to make some time to go over there. But it's really hard to tear myself away from the event and yeah. like because uh, it's just like I mean, I know you said it was in Diagon Alley, too. I'm sorry, right? Uh, no, no, no. In Hogsmeade. It's only in Hogsmeade. Yes. OK, that's what I thought. So I just I was just double checking. Uh, and I I'm like, uh, I don't want to go over there because <laughs> I'm already in this park and I don't, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard because it, do they do it every night or is it only on the Halloween Horror Nights? Oh, it's, it's every night. It is night, nightly. Right? Yep. It's nightly. So, so we'll have to choose a night where the event's not yeah. happening. That way there's no conflict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. technically you can do both. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to go to Halloween Horror Nights right at the beginning. You can do Islands of Adventure and then go to Halloween Horror Nights. However, usually the crowds roll in right around like eight thirty, nine o'clock, and things start to get really crazy. So, uh, you know, it's you'd be hitting it at the like busiest, busiest time. But at the same time, too, if you're planning on staying all the way until close, things really get nice and easy at the end of the night at Halloween Horror Nights. So, you know, you might just be coming in the busiest time and then wrapping things up with it being a little slower. Whereas, you know, Rhino and I, we prefer stay and scream and knock out as much as possible while it's still slow and there's still daytime outside. And, you know, when it's it's less socially acceptable to be drinking tons of pumpkin beer in the middle of the uh, the daytime still. <laughs> but that's just how we roll. That's how we do it. Yeah. They have the most delicious pumpkin beer ever this year. That whole hog pumpkin ale. If you are going to the event and you drink beer, even if you don't drink beer, I'd say give it a shot. It is so good. Yeah. So good. I, I'm, I am truly embarrassed. I still have not bought a single item of food from Halloween Horror Nights yet. Uh, I have had some of the some of the food that's offered at the event at the uh, the media event that we did have. I, I had samples there. I still haven't bought a single thing there because I just I, I'm craving I'm craving that pumpkin beer. 
all the time. Uh, I did actually try. Um, I didn't know it existed, but it was because uh, Eli had gotten it. It was a uh, some sort of like deep fried Uncrustable. Mm-hmm. And I had like a little piece of it and I had some like hot honey. I'd be like, I'd get that again, maybe. But that's the only thing I've tried. It's a little a sliver of an Uncrustable from one thing. Yeah. Uh, well, so here we were thinking, OK, well, we're going to we're going to cover Halloween Horror Nights just a couple weeks uh, after it starts. You know, we're not going to go crazy in on it. And right now we know we still are going to have our wrap up show on the event. Uh, we need to do one where we go out and try food. We had this episode. Uh, so I, I guess we're just breaking our promise that we give Guys, every year. <laughs> I just don't care. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care because you know what? We didn't get Halloween last year. We deserve this, and this is for everybody who loves Halloween. And you know what? I'm sorry. We'll talk about the holiday stuff, too. So just calm down if you don't like (laughs) Halloween. Christmas is right around the corner. Christmas is right around the corner, but we still have a lot of Halloween left. We still have a lot of Halloween Horror Nights left. Uh, Rhino, I just want to like kind of check in with you, though. Uh, it's It's been however many weeks, three, four weeks now since the event kicked off. And we gave our, our first recap of the houses and how it was all settling right now. Where are you currently at? What's your what's your like top three houses right now? Or has there been anything that was lower that has ended up surprising you a little bit more? Um, well, I mean, Pumpkin, the Wicked Growth um, is still my absolute favorite. It could end up being like one of my favorites of the entire years I've gone to the yep, events, honestly, I think, because I think it's just such a well done house. And like like I've admitted to on the show before, I am usually I am usually an IP person and I am really kind of blown away with the intellectual They're they're not intellectual. I'm just repeating myself. I'm blown away with the original houses this year, more so than I think than with, not not more than the IPs because those are like Bride of Frankenstein is great, but even then that's sort of an original idea using an IP, which mm-hmm. is interesting. But I mean, the Beetlejuice House is great. Um, I, I you know I don't know top three. I don't know that I've gone into enough houses repeatedly yet to to alter my t- the pumpkin one. I try to do every single time though. That's what I'll say. I'll go out of my way um, to go through, and um, I'm sort of hoping that Scary climbs up climbs up a little bit higher but like i haven't done texas again yet and um i i i've done every house at least again since the event started but you because we have those passes i'll I'll go and do like three houses or whatever and i try to rotate you know three or four houses so we're still in the beginning of the event i can't say i love the concept of case files but i don't know that the scares are or where i want them to be but i think I think maybe that one will end up going bumping up a little bit higher just for the whole like high concept of it all. Um, But I have been doing like research about the houses now and like reading more and more about the backstory of the from the years of the events that I haven't been there because I I love that stuff. I I am I'm feeling like every time we go to the event, I'm spotting something new, you know, and, and learning something new. And that that's what I love about this year so much. It's it's not so much even the house. It's just like I just love the general like vibe and being there. I totally get you. And I'm right there with you on Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin. I think we even mentioned it during the interview. Uh, it is it is just fantastic. That is above and beyond my favorite house of this year. And it's, it's probably in my top five of all time. And uh, it's just because it it is like it hits the other side of um, graveyard games for me. Like the year that we had graveyard games, mm. I said that that was kind of like Halloween encapsulated of how 
I grew up thinking, you know, oh, you're going into the graveyard late at night and all these ghosts and demons are coming after you and things are spooky and eerie. And that was like Halloween. And then this is the opposite side of that. This is the the Midwest pumpkin patch. Uh, you know, it's it's you feel like you feel like you're just in this rundown, scary uh, I don't want to just say field because like there's house involved. There's so much more involved, but I feel like yeah. it, it hits this other side of Halloween as well too. And then going through a pumpkin and having those smells, um, it, it, it's just, it's, it's a near perfect house and the scares have delivered every single time in that house. And I still love HHN icons captured it is just it's always another one too that it has not disappointed any time i've gone through i think with this house in particular uh because of how it's set up they can't really they can't really have a lot of gaps where like characters can just be missing otherwise the story wouldn't make as much sense so i feel like it is the most consistent of all the houses Mm -hmm. maybe with the exception of wicked growth but uh it is just it's consistent every single time i go through and that is amazing. And I do want to give a shout out. Uh, just just yesterday, uh, we had a pretty decent run through Puppet Theater. It was the the first two thirds of it were really awesome, and then the last third just kind of fell flat, and we saw nothing at the end. But uh, I have a lot more appreciation for that one, and also uh, scary. We we had a decent run through with scary, except a couple couple little bits at the end that were not not as great but uh it's that house i'm starting to gain yeah. more appreciation for it as well uh it's just I, i'm having so much fun with it i agree with you the puppet one is definitely coming up there I, I feel like it's sneaking up there because the first the first night we did it i was like it was fine but then like i've done like multiple run-throughs now of that one where it's been like ooh, this is i there's there's like layers to it i didn't really see before Yep. And so I feel like it's it's kind of like it's creeping up in there, you know, so I agree. I agree. And we will continue sharing our thoughts on Halloween Horror Nights as we go all throughout the event. So stay tuned for uh, more of those great, insightful, thoughtful moments from both myself and Rhino. But that's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I hope you truly enjoyed it. And uh, if you did and you're watching this, please make sure you hit the thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel and that you're leaving comments, questions, and video suggestions in the comment section below. If you're listening to this, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple Podcasts and you're enjoying it, so, so much. Please leave us a five-star rating and review so more people are able to find our universal goodness that we have going on. And of course, if you want to support us even further, go ahead and consider booking your next Universal Orlando vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get that free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's going to do it this week for this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. 